What's up, weebs, and welcome back to Anime Lane, the podcast where we take you down the yellow brick road of anime and have a look at everything it has to offer. And happy Valentine's Day, guys. Aww. Wait, insert like a stereotypical Valentine's love sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So uh, sparkly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as always, I'm your host, Rebel Notorious, and once again, joining me are Sean and Melina. Hello. Hi. First time that they're hearing your voices this year. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Sorry to disappoint. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're listening to us on Valentine's Day. How's your lonely life going? <laughs> Dude, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. I was asking the audience, but nice to hear that. Sometimes I feel like I can be part of the audience. <laughs> you I can, can be both. I you, can you do listen. <laughs> so today's episode, we're going to be talking about Millennium Actress, directed by Satoshi Kon, and I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, who I really, I sh- really should have looked up who directed it, who who animated it and who wrote the original novel oh well um, oh well <laughs> oops fuck research we are start we are starting a little bit re- later today so i'm a little bit thrown off not gonna lie yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah what well, one do we want to talk about first i know which order me and sean watched in so i watched millennium actress first we okay we all we've all done all. the same thing for once okay, okay. <laughs> so we're gonna we'll start with millennium actress then which i i feel makes more sense yeah Um, i want to get that out of the way first i will Mm -hmm. say you say that like you didn't like the movie Mm. i mean i did like it Mm -hmm. but i'll be honest i don't think i liked it as much as i think it's you usually get in terms of reception Mm. Mm -hmm. because like i don't get what you mean (laughs) i looked up like uh some of the reception like this movie oh you mean like like the general general consensus okay yeah Mm. i mean i never really go with what the general consensus says because personal opinion will always i know i know of you and (laughs) (laughs) non-mainstream we've yet to stray from the mainstream on here yet oh (laughs) i guess we're doing it now (laughs) no (laughs) it's a fine movie it's just like i don't want to say i don't get it because that makes me sound like i didn't understand the story and i did Mm-hmm. It took a while, though. Yeah, I I'll mean, admit. it's it's a very, I think I said to you last night, it's very meta-contextual because mm. of how layered it is. Yeah. 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 It, it can be confusing at times because it kind of goes back and forth from, I'm telling you about my history, and suddenly, no, this is a movie, so I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I think it's, Satoshi Kon always really does this where he will confuse your perception of reality. Mm-hmm. So at one, you know, the film starts and we meet, um chiyoko and she starts telling her story and then suddenly it's a movie but her the movie is also sort of like her real life yeah Yeah. it was hard to decide like what part was part of the movie story and what part had been like sort of adapted of like her life story yeah in a movie form i think a scene that really encapsulates that confusion for me is when she finds the key again Mm. um she's you know you think you're seeing the Apollo launch yeah. on the TV. She's cleaning up. She's married. You're thinking, okay, she's taking some time out from work, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Real life. She's yeah. hoovering doing, you know, Her typical thing. woman things for the 1960s. <laughs> Stereotypically. <laughs> Stereotypically. Stereotypically is the yeah. word you want to use. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly she finds the key, a light comes on in the background, and you're on a movie set, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Because she has a full conversation with the director who she's married, and you're thinking, is this, was this a movie? Was this real life? Because I kind of also interpret it in a way as like, she's very old, 
So maybe her memories are there's that too. She does kind of mention that when um, she says to the director, "We can't do it today. We can't do it any other day than today because she won't remember by tomorrow." Mm. Yeah. So it's that interesting thing of like memory being malleable. It all Mm. sort of merges. Yeah. Um, I don't really know where to start either. (laughs) Do you want to give like a basic? outline of like the plot i mean realistically we say we're introducing these movies to people but realistically we expect them to have seen them when we talk about them because we (laughs) don't hold back on the spoilers we really don't and there is no way to talk about pancreas later (laughs) without spoiling that movie um millennium actress is an interesting one because (laughs) (laughs) this film has stumped me i've seen it twice I understood it a little bit more in the second go round, and I appreciated it a little mo- bit more in the second go round. I can imagine that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that to you when you said, "Oh, okay, I'm, I'm appreciating this more the second time round." Uh-huh. But I also don't know if the ending had a little bit more of an impact on me because the, when I saw it the first time, it was around eight months before my grand went in the hospital, oh. and now obviously I'm watching it after the fact you know much later after the fact thankfully she's fine she's still here but at the time we were thinking she wouldn't be um so i think that the ending has a little bit more resonance in that capacity but then also it's an interesting one because this is a valentine special Mm -hmm. and we have picked the most the two most unconventional love stories that i think we could have picked (laughs) doesn't doesn't that say a lot (laughs) yeah because Millennium Actress doesn't have the love interest present, like, at all. He's in it maybe, mm. what, three times? He's in it Ish. for, like, mainly the first, like, 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. And then mm. the rest of the movie is just, like, her trying to find him again. Uh-huh. And then you find out at the end he was dead, like, he's the been, whole time. Yeah, he's been dead, like, since... Since the first time we see him yeah, after yeah. that. Because uh, they tortured him to try and get info, and then... Yeah, because this movie takes place, uh, or at least at the start takes place during the war uh yeah so it takes place so they mention world war Two, and it starts before that mm. and they're talking about manchuria so i assume they're talking about korea like the korean mm-hmm. campaign and i mean manchuria is in like china i know but, but... like you gotta remember the oh, okay. imperial japan worked their way up i know but like didn't they get to korea first because yeah, but they're still gonna have been okay. Like that would have been their occupation of Korea, okay, okay, is what I'm okay. talking about. All right, cool. Um, and well, then not cool. From <laughs> there, staged an invasion of Manchuria. Yeah. I assume we know history. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think he was. Uh... Well, it's weird because he says he's going to Manchuria because there's people who are fighting the resistance there. So was he? Uh... A rebel against the Imperial Japanese army, or was he a, a Manchurian? I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, they didn't really, really go into it. Say maybe no. subtly you could pick something. Wait, up, no, I he didn't... does mention he's from Hokkaido though, so he mm. is from Japan. Yeah. So I assume then I he's just. If uh, I remember right, I think the most they call him is like a dissenter. Or something. Yeah, or that's how he's described uh, somewhere. Yeah, because at the end, when she goes to find him one last time she goes to Hokkaido into the, the ah, kind yeah, of countryside yeah. and stuff so he's from there uh I don't know why he wants to go to Manchuria and I don't know I'm I'm taking it on my perception of the the Japanese at that time typically being very patriotic yeah mm-hmm. 
nationalistic. Nationalistic is, I think yeah. is the correct term. Yes. Um, that's not at all the point of the film. <laughs> I mean, no, it's there. I it's feel a like, backdrop for the story. Yeah, yeah, I feel like we wouldn't be able to avoid it. Uh-huh. It's weird how it totally focuses on that at the beginning of the movie, and then it's like, World War Two happens, and yeah. it just doesn't address that. Yeah, so yeah, then <laughs> yeah. all this fucking shit happened with, like, a world war, but we're just gonna, you know, you know, we're not focusing That's on that. That's for another. Yeah. <laughs> not now, not now. There's like no mention of Hiroshima. There's no not talking about of... it. We're not talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's also interesting. Up. It kind of implies she was in this uh, world's version of Godzilla. At one yeah, point it as really well, which does. I found really yeah. cool. Um, which also somehow ties into her love story weirdly enough. I will. She's running towards him, and and she's like, he's waiting for me there, and I'm like, are you talking about? Goji. <laughs> I will say that specific section where she's marching through like the snow and stuff and like she's trying to reach like a kind like the area that you uh-huh. told her about in Hokkaido but like it, then it cuts to Godzilla. At that moment I've literally just went okay what the fuck is going on <laughs> at this point. I also think the, the scene on the moon makes like no sense either. Because no. she suddenly just finds the easel there and then she, suddenly she's back in Hokkaido and I'm like Sure. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> like I think scene to scene transition was done really well. Yes, the mm-hmm. editing's very good in this movie. It's absolutely beautiful, but boy does it make for a confusing fucking time. Yes. Oh yeah. You're like, okay, so we're in real and Okay. Yeah, I don't know what's going on anymore. Never mind. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting because I feel like it has an intended effect here and and Millennium Actress, but we're gonna be covering Perfect Blue soon. Mm-hmm. And it's so much worse <laughs> in Perfect Blue. Uh, to the point that I finished watching that movie the first time and went, what is reality? Am I alive? Am I real? Am I going to be stalked and wake up and find out I'm not me? (laughs) It's like Hello World, but worse. (laughs) Yeah, but that's Turtles all the way down. I know. (laughs) But it's the same idea of what is reality? Is this reality? (laughs) I I think it's a... But it's a different kind of thing from what you're describing, yeah. I know. Um, Millennium Actress is a a nice movie, I think, in that it's sort of wholesome yeah. in a yeah. way. Like I said, I recognize it's a good movie. Uh-huh. I wouldn't call it bad at, like, at all. It's just... I'm not, I, did, I guess I didn't jive with it mm. in some places. Mm-hmm. I, I think I get that. Uh, I'm glad it's on the shorter side, I think, compared mm. to some of the yeah. ones we've watched. A lot of them, we kind of they tend to stream more towards the two hour mark yeah i was sort of i did have a big sigh of relief when i saw like before i put it in like the time and i was like mm. oh okay this is only like an hour and 20 minutes cool yeah it's it's slightly shorter which i think works more for what yeah. it's aiming for yeah. absolutely it would have dragged a lot yeah. i feel like it continued longer yeah, yeah there are movies we've covered where i feel like that they could have cut some things down and yeah. they did drag because it was two hours mm-hmm. i think we've discussed that yeah, I think we, we maybe mentioned that for Galaxy Express, which yeah. is sort of a catch-22 in that you can't really tell its story yeah. less, but also it kind of drags one. at points. Mm. Oh, yeah. um, where, and whereas Millennium Actress very much fits, I think, its runtime. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's weird when we come across movies that we aren't sure how to talk about. Yeah. Because I always yeah. feel like I have thoughts on what I can say, and then we sit down and I'm like... Huh. Huh. How do I put this into words? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, uh, for me personally, this is like one of my little niches that I really like. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. movies about 
film industry. I don't yeah, know what's, yeah, what it yeah. is about it. I'm like, yes, sign me up for this meta bullshit. I love it. I, I, I would almost say it doesn't go enough into some of the, the movie stuff it brings up. Mm. I mean, There's I a agree, whole yeah. rivalry between Chiyoko and Eiko, the older, like... the <laughs> yeah, older yeah. actress, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's never really touched upon. Other than, obviously, like she's the adversary in every mm-hmm. film we see. I, I think that's one thing that kind of makes it a little easier to understand is that every time we switch to a different movie we're seeing the same characters and yeah. similar roles so you can kind yeah. of understand mm-hmm. the mm. the kind of flow of time like it's not just like those main two actresses but there's also like a little like a group of like uh-huh. extras in yeah because you that, have the talk, talk police officer stuff. from the yeah. beginning mm-hmm. when uh the the guy gets captured he's like a recurring yeah. character throughout it. he's always like the you know he's the the noble samurai and yeah. yeah, yeah. the samurai picture and all this sort of stuff and then but then it fucks it all up when he kind of shows up as an old man mm. later because yeah. then that sort of bending of reality is almost broken a little bit tiny I bit think, yeah tiny bit because he's not who we're seeing constantly throughout no exactly yeah um, I had somewhere I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> you've also, like you've also got like the documentary, like director. The and, director like, starts breaking the fourth wall and showing. Very him. much like he is a great character because he is basically the biggest fanboy of this actress and is like, I will insert myself in this fan fiction style yes. and save the day. Uh, I I kind of loved that because this is a fucking wild comparison mm. but there's like a direct to dvd like lion king movie where that's the premise of like they, they get timon and pumbaa and they insert them into other scenes from the lion king where they oh. very clearly weren't oh. there and like they're sort of interacting it's like it as from what i hear it's like a good movie i haven't uh-huh. actually seen it but i i've seen parts of it and it's just like it's a more comedic sort of retelling mm-hmm. of like the first lion king mm-hmm. movie and it reminded me so much of that it was weird yeah, that is an odd compare. That's almost like the time you compared Ghost in the Shell to the B movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it's such a I get what you're saying, but it's such an odd comparison that I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> I couldn't help but think that. Yeah. Uh, I, I get it. He was a nice, I think, comedic relief, but not in the haha way more in it. Aww. Yeah, I think yeah. he oh, nice. sort of showed up to to help. Like, because there's times where you kind of feel like the story's straying in a, a bit of an aimless direction yeah, yeah, where yeah. we're just going through the story from the movie, but mm-hmm. we don't really, there's no real point to that. And yeah. then he'll kind of show up as a character yeah. that'll move it along, mm-hmm. which is obviously he's the interviewer, yeah. so that's what he's there to do is mm-hmm. to push it along. <laughs> Oh, um, all, all right, uh, Miss Lady, get back on track now. <laughs> he's like, I love this movie, but I'm going to have to move you the fuck along to the point. <laughs> Um, and just little off jokes like you're not wearing the right like period clothes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. The cameraman's great because he's just there like I don't know what, what the, the fuck is going the on. How the fuck is this happening? The cameraman isn't getting paid enough for this no. show. <laughs> cameraman gets close to death at least ten times. Oh yeah, I I love the scene where he becomes a uh, a reference to Akira Kurosawa's film Throne of Blood, which and. In the ending sequence, Toshiro Mifune comes out onto the balcony and uh, there's a bunch of arrows fired at him. Mm. And I think mm-hmm. in real life there was no warning behind that. And so the fear you see in him is like genuine. Mm. 
and it happens to the cameraman and I'm like what an odd way to make a reference to such an iconic <laughs> Japanese movie they saw an opportunity and they took and it. they took it yeah because <laughs> we also have the recurring like ghostly creature yes who really am... breaks the fourth wall a bunch of times yeah mm. it's i think her role to me is a bit confusing maybe yeah. on a rewatch yeah. i'd understand it better at, at but... first she shows up and i think she's either a continuing reference originally she shows up to throne of blood again or another kurosawa movie that i've seen half of um <laughs> which one i don't remember uh something to do with spiders in the original title spider-man <laughs> no <laughs> japanese spider-man ah. come on no we're not talking about spider-man <laughs> spider <laughs> on next episode <laughs> give it time give it time uh, <laughs> maybe the april what was i talking special. about the ghost anyway, lady the ghost lady um yeah so she shows up in context of that movie to sort of act as like throwing a curse on the you know Chiyoko's character mm -hmm. but then she continues to show up and at first it's just sort of you think it's somehow part of every movie she's in yeah, yeah, yeah. and then when she loses the key uh in that scene it suddenly like it breaks the scene so you realize that she's seeing this in real life and you're like hmm. i i don't know what's going on anymore <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's maybe her subconscious, like, hatred for herself for continuing yeah, to... I sort of mm. saw it as, like, near the end of the movie, there was a part of me that was like, is she supposed to represent the older version of herself looking back and being like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Yeah, because there is a point where, I think it's when they're shooting the, the space one and she's, like, in the, the cockpit and then mm. the earthquake mm -hmm. happens and she looks in her reflection after, like, it's all done. And it warps into the mm. the the old woman, but I think you also sort of see a little bit of older Chiyoko before it fully like transitions mm -hmm. into yeah. the old woman. So I think it is maybe her either looking back, she has some self loathing mm. over mm -hmm. how she kind of followed through her life, or it's a constant thing that she's always been dealing with is that underlying. Uh, am I doing the right thing? Yeah, because yeah. I'm chasing yeah, yeah. after someone who I don't think know. I'll ever see again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we also still just have the question: Did she knew he died? Because at the no. end, she says, "Now I can continue chasing after him." Yeah, she knew. She probably knew, but, but she was never told. Yeah, because yeah. uh. it was clear that they meant like she didn't. No one told her uh -huh. he died. Yeah. I don't know if it was just, well, so much time has passed, he's probably died. I mean, now, when she's but... on her deathbed and he yeah. was already, let's face it, bit of a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> he was an older guy. He was older. She was yeah. like, what, 16, 17? That's pushing it, I think, even. I think she was maybe 13, 14. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um... It was a situation. Yes. Yes. Yikes. I mean, also, manipulative director husband who's like, if I just take... Also, he is scarily older than her as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to say it's almost normal in Hollywood, but... It kind of is. I mean, there's the whole thing of Leonardo DiCaprio being back in the... The cycle. The cycle of... Because a girl over 23, who wants that? Who yeah. wants well, that? Well, apparently it's something to do now that he's with, like, a 19-year-old or something. Or... Jesus fuck. Jesus fuck. 
Yeah, I don't I don't want to get into that because that's not, a whole can of worms. It's not for anime lane to discuss. No, no it's not, and I wouldn't talk about it. This will be a special yeah. yeah, to be thrown in the vault and just never released. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the director. Yes, yeah, the director guy. Asshole. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Asshole. Very, very manipulative. 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 Because <laughs> like he was responsible-ish for taking the key. Yes. Mm. And he was like, well, she's obsessing over this key if I just take it. Yeah, I think it was his idea, because the way Aiko puts it is that she played the thief. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But he masterminded it. And she felt... I don't want to... She doesn't say she feels bad about going along with it, but she says she shouldn't have done that despite being like absolutely hating Chiyoko as a person. Yeah. Which, you know... She didn't... Considering how long they've known each other by the point that that comes up, mm-hmm. should have been dealt with way before that. Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all got issues. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, men ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. <laughs> We're really not. Um, but yeah, she, she knew when she was dying that he would have been dead. dead. Yeah. yeah. Um... I think the director thinks that she thinks he was still alive because he says that the police officer told him when he showed up and gave her the letter mm-hmm. that, that he, you know, obviously tortured him to the point of death and that he regretted that and blah, 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 but he never told Chiyoko. Yeah. So I, he's been assuming she doesn't know, but obviously she's old as fuck, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of a good guess. Yeah. At this point, it'd be a miracle if he was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's older, so. Yes. He would have... he would have been what a good 10 15 20 possibly years older yeah. than her yeah we don't much. really get like a good look of no like, nah. i would have said like seven eight years i, I, I don't know i was thinking so. like around eight. 10 years plus yeah at least um <laughs> but yeah he he was dead either way yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah no i i like that end scene where she's like i can continue to chase after him which was just very nice because even though she sort of doubted the feelings she had for him and as much as we've just you know taken absolute piss out of it being a little bit weird yeah uh it is nice that that kind of remained for her yeah Um, because you know she fell in love with the idea of him more than him yeah i think that was sort of what i wanted to say about the film is that it's not so much a movie about romance but about romanticism yeah. yeah, infatuation. No, 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 romanticism. You romanticize the I idea think, yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And it's like that, like you say about movies about movies. Mm-hmm. It romanticizes the idea of the, the making of the movies, even if there's mm-hmm. conflicts and yeah. there's weird people and downright assholes. <laughs> she yeah, does yeah. romanticize it to, yeah. to a large degree, um, which is maybe what the tag should have been instead of romance. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, well, it's too late now. Well, I think it's an... Not an, I don't want to say understandable feeling, but you know, if you have a crush on someone and you can like imagine yourself dating them, mm, yeah. I think that's kind of what she was striving. Yes, to we, get. we've all been there. We've all we been have there. all been there. <laughs> and it's kind of like, I don't want to say endearing. Mm. To see it's her relatable. Kinda, yeah, it's yeah, relatable yeah. in a way. Maybe a bit excessive. Yeah, when you're yeah. in your late 60s, maybe early 70s, still. Mm-hmm. I'll find him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. will, Grandma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you will. At some point, you gotta move on. Yeah. yeah. 
I think you can almost admire mm. her dedication to this strange man, older man. A dedication or obsession? <laughs> Again, <Yeah>. infatuation. <laughs> <laughs> but infatuation fades. Obsessions stay. Obsessive infatuation. Obsessive infatuation. Yeah, yeah I fixed it. <laughs> but I think you brought up an interesting point with like, oh, the ghost is her older her being mm-hmm. like, you should have not done this and lived life yeah. uh-huh. a little more because she probably did spend too much fucking time yeah. she wouldn't have become an actress if she didn't chase after him basically yeah. i am the ghost of your future girl get out <laughs> <laughs> for the love of god <laughs> it's the message of the movie right there. Yeah, uh-huh. girl get out girl stop it <laughs> stop get a fucking grip girl <laughs> put yourself together girl <laughs> a romance movie yeah uh <laughs> valentine's day yeah but it's you know i think it's mostly story about like as i interpret it you know chasing after something else. and those initial yeah. butterflies you get yeah. you know i think that it's not we don't really see much romance the only no 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 no, no, no. no, no. So even think, the the relationships we do see on screen eh. are kind uh, of terrible uh, yeah like the relationship between Jyoku and the director is more developed yeah than <laughs> any other yeah best relationship in the movie is the oh, yeah. the documentary director and cameraman yes <laughs> yes <laughs> i love the little bit at the beginning of the movie where they're walking up the like mountain mm. and the the cameraman's like why the fuck are we doing this she's an old woman and he throws like a pencil case or something <laughs> yeah. at him. he does this like the anime like yep. slow motion backwards yeah. but i love the way it's cut because it's like everything between him throwing it and it landing on him is gone so you just hear whoosh and just see it <laughs> yeah lo- that was good i love it's that. such a good little like you can't do stuff like that and like live action, like you can't no. just take that out and then have it. Bonk. <laughs> Bonk. Oh yeah, I think introducing those characters early uh-huh. as like mm. hee hee funny. Yeah, was a good idea. Yeah, so that would have been very depressing if we open up on like here's the saddled lady. Yeah, who is alone? <laughs> yeah, I I think it also she has a maid. I th- is, is she a maid? I think so. Home help. I one of those. Yeah. Also, what the fuck is up with the earthquakes? Japan. Yeah, Japan. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of their thing. Japan and earthquakes are an iconic duo. Yeah. Yeah, because they make it like, oh, with the key has a connection to the earthquakes. All I'm going to say is is Fukushima. (laughs) Dude likes his earthquakes. (laughs) Rumble, rumble. (laughs) Um, I, I also like that the beginning of the film also kind of establishes the reality bending part of it because you mm-hmm. see her and that scene play out where she's getting on the ship and then you realize he's watching it and reciting the lines along with it yeah and then an earthquake happens <laughs> <laughs> earthquakes happen at very convenient points yeah of yeah. this movie they're tied to her life man yes uh, she is mother nature <laughs> she was born through during an earthquake I don't she think she's a mother of anything <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's a that's a quintessential point of the movie, yeah. I think. Yeah. Mother of sin. <laughs> oh God. Have we talked? Have we said what we could say about this one? I think and we have. It is just 
It's definitely something I'd recommend if you're into oh, yeah. niche. I'd recommend a watch. I, I wouldn't say it's romance. <laughs> no, uh, like I said, like I don't know why it's tagged like that, and I I put it on the list, fully aware that I didn't think it was quite the traditional, you know, romantic movie. Yeah, because as we said, it has hints of like a crush, a feeling, but yeah. it's not resolved, so it's kind of. I mean, I'd say that the resolution is yeah. that she goes to him in the afterlife, I yeah. suppose, mm-hmm. in a way. We hope. We hope. We hope. Um, the the what's that phrase? The chase is often more rewarding than the goal, or something. It's like something that. like that. It's some, yeah. It's that is what it means. I don't know what the actual one is. I can't think what the actual phrase is. Yeah. 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 Uh, but that's kind of the the thrill of the hunt. The thrill of the hunt Ish. was not... He was uh, definitely experiencing the thrill of the hunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she was just kind of acting and like, well, we're shooting in the city over, so I'll just head over there. Yeah. Just get right on over there. Oh, you're shooting in my short? Yeah, sure, I'll be an actress. I'll be an actress, sure. Because <laughs> uh, it is that easy. It is that easy. <laughs> I know my lines. Yeah. Just say the lines, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all it is. It'll come natural. Yeah. <laughs> so, scores. Say 7.5? Yeah, fair, fair. I was gonna give just a straight seven, personally. Fair. Ah, this is where I sound like the, the weird one. I I obviously liked it more on the second go round. Mm-hmm. And I was interested because I was like, I don't remember what I rated this the first time on my anime list, so I checked it. <laughs> and apparently I gave it a nine out of ten. Ooh. Huh. But I think that's just because of like how well Satoshi Kon does everything even if the mm-hmm. movie itself doesn't click with me mm-hmm. so I think I'm going to stick with that score okay, yeah because I liked it more on the second go round I think that's a fair score from a uh, not a structural point of view but like a you know like a technical point of view yeah, yeah like absolutely. it was very well crafted you uh-huh. could tell because just thinking of having to write that it must have been a chaotic nightmare. Oh, 100%. Like, to be like, okay, so we're on the set of this, but we're transported to this room. It's also not oh. based on anything, either. Oh, so you is, have no point to hold no, on to. so that's um, very, I think, very rare for stuff we've covered. I think the only one coming to mind would be Hello World that's not based on anything prior. Because, hmm. mm-hmm. obviously, Lupin, manga, Galaxy yeah, Express, yeah. manga, most stuff's based on manga or light novels. Penguin Highway's the same. Whereas this and most of Satoshi Kon's movies are completely uh, original. Completely original. Um, Hats off to him. Yeah. Very impressive. Would have been an absolute nightmare to write and storyboard. Just think of pitching it as well. I don't think he had to pitch that, to be honest. I mean, I don't think he had to pitch it to get funding, but you have to pitch an idea before you create it. I don't think he had to. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he he directed this coming off the back of I think just off the back of Perfect Blue because I think Paprika came after this and then Tokyo Godfathers was his last movie um, and yeah pretty much he had that much impact <sighs> with Perfect Blue influence that he just got yeah. to do I mean, good. He, yeah. he proved himself worthy. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's an interview with the producers on the, the Blu-ray, that, and they were like, yeah, 
we we were on the project anyway. We didn't know what it was. <laughs> we just wanted to work with Cone and that yeah. And I'm like, cool. oh, he does just have he did just have that free reign. That must be nice though. It would have been yeah. kind of like Quentin Tarantino, but you know, someone needs to rein him the fuck in now. Someone needs to beat his ass. <laughs> yeah, sadly, Cone is obviously past now. He uh, he only ever directed four movies. We've covered oh. one. We've mentioned no this one. Oh, this, this one. one. This yes, is the one we're, we're going to be covering. About. Perfect Blue. We've mentioned Paprika, but we'll get to mm-hmm. Paprika and uh, Tokyo Godfathers eventually. Okay. Okay. Probably within this year, just because obviously he doesn't have many, so it's easy to just throw just them go in through. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You've you've seen Paprika years ago. Years ago, yes. but you've seen it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that when I say he he likes to play with reality. Yeah. I'm very much telling the truth. Uh, yes. <laughs> So I think we'll move on to Pancreas now. I want to scran on your innards. <laughs> <laughs> this movie destroyed me. <laughs> yeah, I I really like this movie. I thought I wouldn't enjoy it as much on the second go round because obviously the appeal of the first time you watch it is you're told at the beginning, she's dead. Mm-hmm. And so you're following this journey and you're thinking it's going to be the Pancreas because yeah. that's yeah. what you're told. And then you get... To the sec- the end of the second act of the movie, and oh no, stabbing, she fucking stabbed. Got stabbed. <laughs> yeah, part of me was like, "How fucking dare you, <laughs> you motherfuckers!" She was dying, and you killed her. <laughs> I think I literally messaged, "This is just cruel." <laughs> <laughs> right when it happens, because the film obviously tells you the last thing he ever sent her was, "I want to eat your pancreas," and then yeah. you seen it on screen, and you were like, "No, wait no! a minute." <laughs> I had the bad feeling. In my head I was like, surely he'll say it more. (laughs) Maybe it's just their way of saying goodbye now. I don't know. It was their way of saying goodbye. Uh, Just once. Not like this though. (laughs) Not like this. Uh, Yeah. It's a a very nice movie. Strangely enough, I, I, I mentioned this as well. It leaves you all warm and fuzzy. I think it has the yeah. best ending for oh, yeah. a film that has such a depressing third act. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> obviously, you know, the, the third act is very much about him dealing with... Mm. It's, it's such an odd film because it is a film about uh, grief. Mm. But the first two acts are entirely setting you up to feel that grief. Oh, yeah. And then the third act is you feeling the grief over the loss of yeah. Sakura yeah. and him going through the process of grieving over her and not being a reclusive little prick. Yeah, the <laughs> emotionless robot that he yeah. was. So we're all kind of, oh. when I stopped talking, silent. And I, I assume uh, that's because we're still processing the movie. Yeah, because I Millennium Actress I watched uh, Sunday... Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. this one I watched yesterday evening. Did we all watch this yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was working all week. I had to watch it work. <laughs> You're just sitting at the front desk. Like <laughs> it was Can Millennium I... Actress. I wasn't working yesterday. Oh, okay. But that's yeah, yeah. why, because I always I prefer watching movies in you know the evening. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't on Sunday that I realized like I should probably watch one today yeah. during work and one I fucking wish I could have done that at work <laughs> I felt so sneaky <laughs> like it was a quiet night and I'm allowed well yeah <laughs> um but yeah this it was you know it's not the most fun way to spend an evening <laughs> no no, no. But it, it I think it sets up 
I like Sakura a lot as a character. Sakura. Sakura. Sorry. <laughs> Sakurai. Sakura. I think as a character, it's very interesting to see how she's so okay with dying mm-hmm. and it's not mm-hmm. until the end that we're kind of like when she was in the hospital she's like i'm actually oh, like, yeah, very scared. yeah it's not until you he reads her book yeah. it's very much that like you don't know what's going on underneath the surface type yeah. thing yeah like she's wearing a mask full time uh-huh. when like she's actually alive yes <laughs> it's, when you look at it from the outside it's very admirable for someone you know that's going through uh-huh. i will uh-huh. be dead soon yeah to have such a happy almost mentality about it like i I'd, mm. I'd be concerned if one of my yeah. friends was like that i'd be like you can talk to me you can be sad yeah, it's yeah. okay you're this is not but normal. you forget that haruki does not give a flying fuck which i think is good because <laughs> yeah. you know well, that's you have... why she liked him in the first <laughs> yeah, exactly. place because he's the only one that's yeah. not going to give a fuck uh-huh because i think you know we ever have something something happen and everyone is Watch like, aww. Hmm. And that there's one person, that sucks. Want a burrito? I'm like, you're my favorite yeah. person. Yeah, Like, yeah. just having a quick, like, horrible happen. I'm not going to be here to talk about it. Let's just forget about it for yeah. a second. I don't want this shit. <laughs> yeah. Stop giving me this shit. Exactly. And just to have her have that escape. It's like, he knows I don't have to have, you know, the burden of having uh-huh. to tell mm-hmm. him. Because he doesn't care. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that is, you know, a burden. If you're, again, actively dying, you have to prepare yourself to have that conversation with mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she didn't have to do it, but still experience friendship. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's it. So, so it's an extrovert adopting an introvert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's beautiful. She realizes how introverted he is. And he, she's like, even if I tell him, he can't tell anyone else. He doesn't have a fucking friend. No. <laughs> He's <Genius> mine <move>. now. <laughs> Whether he likes it or not. It's a genius, like, chess master move right yeah. there. Yeah. Because the only reason he became a friend, I mean, maybe we don't know that, is that he accidentally found her book. Yep. She mm. didn't know whether he'd read it. She was like, ah, uh, uh, dying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dying. I don't know if he knew, but now I know. I do be ceasing to live. Yep. <laughs> and just the casuality of it, like, be my friend till I'm dead. I'm like doesn't sound like much of a commitment when you say it, but you know. <laughs> Why don't you just do whatever you want before you die? I want to be your friend. Huh? Because <laughs> like, like, the first question I kind of have is like, girl, why are you in school? Do fun shit. Yeah. And very early on, they make sure to mention in the library, she's like, I just want to feel normal. I don't want yeah. my last days to mm. be like everyone pitying me. I think that's like up. an interesting thing that's never covered by films that, that have the terminally ill character. Mm-hmm. It's always... Disneyland. I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, gonna yeah. do the B- bucket all list. the bucket list. Yeah. Yeah, Fault yeah. in our stars. Uh, like they're not living normal lives. They're no. living these romanticized versions of what it is to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounded very aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you gotta just get used to sentences like that when talking about this movie. Yep. The thing is, I kind of liked The Fault in Our Stars, the book. I've not seen the movie. I've seen bits of the movie. I've seen nothing of any of it. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I'd, I'd recommend the book. Yeah, yeah. It's, I've, it's I've heard it's good. I've yeah. heard it's very sad. It is kind of sad. Yeah, I, I admit, I was on my way to work while listening to the last chapter of the book, like... <gasps> <laughs> I just sort of... The most I know about Fault in Our Stars is when the movie was coming out. I was in, like, S2. <sighs> like, second year of high school. So, like, so many, like, girls in, like, my year were obsessed with it. And I was yeah. like, 
I, I don't care. Because I, I remember it was that like in the dystopian book era. Yes, and those it two was. main characters from Fault in Our Stars were in it. So everyone was yeah, it Hansel uh, and, yeah. and the girl. And they were in Allegian. Yes. Yes. Or so, was it Maze Runner? No, 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 Allegiant. Allegiant. Mm. And Diverge that, that bit. Divergent. Yeah. Divergent. Oh, Divergent. Allegiant is one of the movies. Allegiant is the second one, I, I, I believe. Don't care and there's two about others. There's four of those bastards. <sighs> they're a nightmare. Of all the dystopian <laughs> movies, they're the worst. Yeah, those are. No, no, because I think the Maze Runner never even got the sequels. Yes. No. Did it? I, I got one. Yeah, I got I one. I, oh, I got, got one. one. So Scorch it never got trials. like. Not that I've seen. I think it, the maze, tr- the maze runner is the only one to not get the full mile out of it. Because they, they came late to the game. They did. Mm. Yeah. All of them are and- boring. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we going? Um. Girl dying. Every every oh, yeah. like you know traditional story about the terminally ill character is all about. I'm gonna die. Do all of these things with me, whereas it's like. I'm dying. Help me live a normal life. Yeah, and yeah. sure they do some of the bucket list yeah, things. Do but some of these ultimately things. Ultimately, normal things. Yeah, yeah. Things. Like, they're, they're the yeah. teenage experience. I think is how I would put it. You know, yeah, she going wants to... and playing truth or dare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's the small things. Uh huh. It's 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 very sweet. I think for her yeah. to be like, I'm very down to earth. I like because she mentions we all die one day. No one. <laughs> um, why do only terminally ill people make a bucket list of these extravagant things? Yeah. It's like I don't want to live a normal life. Do normal girl things. Bar, I think we're gonna <laughs> die. We're all gonna die, Elise. I meant soon. So did I. <laughs> it's it's that thing she says to Haruki in the library. He's like, "Well, why aren't you doing the things you want to do?" And she's like, "Well, why aren't you doing the things yeah. you want to do?" And suddenly you're like, "Oh." Don't yeah, she got a point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that makes you think about your own life as well, right? Yeah, it kind of makes you confront uh, your own mortality a little bit. Yeah. Because I don't like the whole, live your life like it's your last day. I'm like, no. No, no. because if it really was our last day, we'd be curled up in a corner crying. Yeah. And eating. Uh, and eating. Yeah. Speak for yourself, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, you can just <laughs> you, cry. You just have a full loaf next to you. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Loaf and toaster noises. Yeah. <laughs> While crying. The last day. Toaster pops up, cries Ding. louder. <laughs> it's a beautiful conversation we have. I'm glad to know we would all very healthily deal with the demise of this planet. I, are we all in the same room as this Different is all Different corners. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> For some reason, I didn't expect us to talk about our deaths in no. an existential way while talking about this movie, and I don't know why. It really should have just been, you know, the assumptions. <laughs> <coughs> um, what was her fucking point? <laughs> She's doing normal people She's things. She's doing normal people things. Fuck, where yeah. were we in the movie? What was going on? What were we talking about? Where am I? <laughs> What's we're reality? We're in our corner. <laughs> Breathe. It's not our last day. <laughs> I'm now just thinking of the Nickelback song. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Get some help. <laughs> I'm <stop>. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Shit, I we... can see your face slowly start to turn red from all the laughing. <laughs> <laughs> what, oh, can we move on yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Breathe, oh. breathe. I'll talk about one point that I weirded out was not resolved 
Mm. When he fucking pins her down on a bed, and we oh, are like, oh, "What yeah. the it fuck?" Does not address that whatsoever. What you mean? The, the most only... uncomfortable part of the whole movie? Yeah. yeah. So she kind of pushes up up against the book frame, mm-hmm. like, "I want to do something naughty with a boy that's not my boyfriend." After he rejects her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not interested in me whatsoever, are you? That's better. No. And, she, and she sort of made it clear that that she didn't want like that stuff either. But then she goes all into this. Yeah. And then she's a haha joking, ah, and I'm assume the only like it's not even a logical explanation, but the only thing I can be like, eh, it's like teenage hormones. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know how to explain that scene either. To no, be yeah, it's it it just happens. Yeah. And then she just kind of I don't want to say she forgives him necessarily, but we kind of gloss over it. Yeah, I think another situation comes up. And but it sort of not overshadows it, but like kind of in that yeah, moment, he got beat up yeah. outside, and she was like, "Don't beat him up," <laughs> because every other character cannot comprehend the idea that they are friends. Yeah, mm. which says something culturally. The whole, maybe. I mean, mm. no, I feel like this would be the same here. Yeah, yeah, yeah you definitely get it. You would like it's incomprehensible for their class that they are not like dating. dating. Like, she goes up to her friends and she says, like, repeatedly, we're just friends. And he says, we're just friends. And they're like, and it's like that image of, like, the cat with, like, the buffer symbol yeah. on the floor. And they're like, eh? What does that like, mean? What does that even mean? And then I'm pretty every, sure one of her friends straight up says, what does that even mean? She does. She's like, oh, it's not like that. And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, how clearer can she be? Bitch, get it in your head. <laughs> I, mean, I love that every yeah. conversation between Kyoko and Haruki ends up just being the other cat meme where it's the woman screaming at the table <laughs> and the cat just on the other end like, what? <laughs> Who is you? Because <laughs> they also, they go on a trip. Yes. yes. Which, first of all, classic fanfiction trope. Oh no, there's one bed. Yeah. yeah. Which the, the moment- felt on purpose. She has a reaction. And yeah. I think she, in some way, she fucked up booking the room. Yeah. Or they fucked up with something, and they so say they give was, her a bigger room. She's told that it was their fault, or at uh-huh. least she says to. She ha- does, but you do see her in the background have like a very clear <laughs> yeah. reaction of, mm-hmm. oh shit, something has gone wrong. Yeah. And, um, sorry, my headphones are annoying me. <laughs> and, uh, then she comes up with the pass for the, the bigger room. Because so she very clearly holds up one, so I'm assuming they meant to book two rooms, because that way uh-huh, it would be jarring yeah. to him. So unless what they've done, she's booked like two rooms, or or, or like one of those kind of conjoined yeah. rooms, yeah. and they've like fucked up in the booking process, mm-hmm. and so she's got upgraded. an upgraded. Yeah. yeah. And I think in that point she's just fully played into, oh, let me make this... Fun. Fun for me, yeah. uncomfortable at best for him. Because <laughs> they're friends. Did yeah. she, she manage to get alcohol somewhere? That was my question. Oh, yeah. I'm like, hotels can get so fine for this, probably. Well, she says a convenience store Yeah. outside the hotel. Okay. Still? Uh, still, yes. Mm. It's, uh, the drinking age is 20 in Japan. She does not look 20. No. no. Did she pull the terminally ill card, maybe? <laughs> That's actually the best explanation <laughs> yeah, that, that I think about Makes it. sense. Are you 20? I am dying. Okay. That's not an age. Look, I'm here at the hotel next door with my friend. I am dying and I just want to have a good time. To which, like... Ma'am? This is a Wendy's. No, no. No, to which the clerk realistically went, fuck it, sure. I don't care. I'd, I'd have... St- 
being someone who's been in the position of someone giving me excuses, not that they're fucking dying right enough. No one's ever played that, but I'm dying. No, no one's oh. played that. Not yet. Um, Just wait. <laughs> give it time. But any excuse you give me, I'm still like, no, there's nothing I can do. There is nothing you can say that will make me sell you this because it is my job on the line. Hmm. But if she was like 13 and dying, <laughs> I still would not sell her alcohol. She'll run out. <laughs> Maybe she stole it. We don't know. Maybe she stole it. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, so she either stole it or pulled the I'm dying card. Yeah. One yeah. of those two. Two I'm best assuming. explanations. Mm. Yes, because I'm assuming she doesn't have a fake ID. <laughs> Maybe she does have a fake ID. But she's 13 to pull off 20. Because Is she 13? I assumed she was 13. They're in high school. Yeah, I thought and she, she mentioned was a bit middle older. school, so. 16. I was thinking like 15, 16. She yeah. would be around about 16 because yeah. mm. basically in Japan, here in the UK, we have high school for six years. And in Japan, middle school is the first three years we experience as high school. And then they go to high school, which is their last three years, yeah. which is our last three years of high school, which is mm. 16 to 18 <clears throat> roughly. Yeah, yeah. So I was assuming 16, if they're not in their second year, which would be 17. Mm-hmm. So 16, 17, still... Still too young, but more yeah. more feasible. <laughs> she still doesn't look twenty. No, <laughs> no, no. More feasible, not. she would have a fake ID, and I feel like, given her per- predicament, mm. yeah, she would have she procured might. one. Yeah. And then she just kind of forces him to drink, and as soon as she held out the drink to him, I was like, "You never accept a drink you haven't seen poured." My guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rule number fucking one. Well, there's. It's funny because there's blooper reel. There's a blooper reel for the dub. And she hands him the drink in one of them, and I'm fully expecting her to go, yeah, I slipped a couple of roofies in there. Would it be a funny joke? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, some of the jokes are actually kind of funny, though, because it's uh, the scene where they're doing, they're playing Truth or Dare, and she explains, like, the rules to him. She's like, so you either pick Truth or Dare. She's like, just pick Truth for now. And he goes, fuck you, Dare. (laughs) She can't tell me what to do. And then it's the question where she's like, so... Which Where would you rank me in the class? <laughs> and he's like, well, I can't remember everyone, but from the people I do remember, 47th? <laughs> I'm like, oh! No. Oh. <laughs> she, she, in this hotel, she clearly wants something to happen. Yeah. You mm. can tell. I'm and surprised if... she doesn't, like, Ask. make a move on him. Yeah. In some way. I mean, it's, it's the subtle, the... I don't want to say, as a girl, you recognize it, but it's like subtle things where you're like, I need you to make the move on me because I'm not going to say it. But if you'd ask, I would. This is the problem with... Yeah. <laughs> Understanding women. Yes. <laughs> Weird. He especially is not a fucking mind reader, for one. Oh, no. We, as as guys, and I can speak from experience on this, we don't get signals. You don't pick up hands, no? No, because if we do, we doubt them. Yeah, that's 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 why I was gonna say if if I recognize a hint, my first thought is, am I misinterpreting this? Exactly. If I misinterpret this, uh, I'm I could fuck this up royally. Because there is such a fine line between friendliness and fuck me raw. <laughs> I think there's an in between there as well. There is not just, when it comes sometimes to women flirting it's hard because they're to too tell. subtle. There is a middle ground. <laughs> It's there. I'm not denying the existence. It's just sometimes it's hard to tell where it is. Yes. Christ. (laughs) Men ain't shit. (laughs) Men cannot do subtlety, so we do not understand subtlety. We ape brain. (laughs) It's okay. 
women give subtle hints and it's a subtle thing that oh you need to carry me to a bit that is a very physically close thing at the same time that could just be a joke yeah who would f i wouldn't fucking joke about that i know i, I have I, friends who I, would joke exactly like that. i've i know girls that would <laughs> yeah jesus christ <laughs> the thing is you said that and i could picture someone that i know who would do that okay, okay but imagine a situation you're in, you and that girl in a hotel together I she would totally fuck with me like totally that. to mess with you yeah, yeah, yeah. jesus christ women are so manipulative <laughs> that's not even like a manipulation thing no but i, I think it's for the prank bro yeah i think in that particular scene it was kind of to make a move on him i don't know like i never read that scene as being particularly romantic no i wouldn't mm. say it's romantic but it's her it's kind so of dropping hints like hey i don't know i never really got the impression she really wanted anything like that to yeah happen between them because i think at that point she would fear that it would mess up yeah, the friendship I, they have. I was wondering oh. if it was like she liked the flirting, but she wasn't didn't really want to go the full uh -huh. way. Because I think she mentions when they walk into the room, she wants to sleep in the same bed. And he's like, no. Yeah. Which is, it's fine. Yeah, I was mm. going to say. I'm like, I understand why he doesn't out of respect. Yeah, yeah suppose, you don't start off of that. You start off, and what do you want me to just like sleep here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, if someone offers, the first thing you do is like, no, I'm fine. If yeah. they insist you can't you know yeah yeah she definitely insists. she doesn't give him the room to insist that <laughs> no. he sleeps on the couch no <laughs> and she also just kind of sprawls on the bed when she yeah she's like you're sleeping here where <laughs> just lay on the end like a fucking cat curls up in a ball in the corner <laughs> this is now an abuse story <laughs> their friendship kind of does at times it really edge does on. Yeah. Because it's the whole some some extroverted people do not understand introverts. Yes, mm. which is always as an introvert very annoying to me when mm -hmm. they just don't get you need to leave. Yeah, or they need to leave. Yes, <laughs> they don't understand the language of fuck off. Yeah, yeah, like you like know, when they meet when they're going on that trip, she's like, oh, aren't you like feeling really lucky you're going to come on this trip with me? And he's like, it's not so much a trip as a kidnapping. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. He has a I point. I didn't <laughs> agree to this. He didn't bother to pack. No. <laughs> he just was like, he shows up oh, with a I'll book, which means he was going somewhere else <laughs> when she's asked him about this. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's the whole the extroverted friend asking, "Let's go here." I'm like, I need four business days. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I need time I, to mentally prepare. Yeah, I can't just go. Where's my three week notice? <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> This goes against her contract. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> she did totally kidnap him, though. She does. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they didn't really, as much, from what I remember, they didn't do much on this trip. She no, just they literally went to, to be... the hotel and that was it. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Good old teenage fun stuff to do yeah. for a day. Also, don't you have to be, I don't think children can rent hotel rooms. Don't you have to be 18? For us. She pulled like, the I'm dying oh. card. Ah. <laughs> This this could you know further the theory that she has a fake, a fake ID. ID. Mm. That's an interesting one because there are a lot of anime that have this. Yeah, it's a common trope where the main characters end up in a hotel, and they're. So I wonder if hotels. Now this is going <laughs> to get in a conversation I really was hoping would come up at another point, um, where there are standard hotels in Japan. 
Oh, I think I know and where this is going. And then love hotels. Yeah. I know about those, yes. And love hotels, you need to be 18. Yes. Mm. So I wonder if, because love hotels very much have that stipulation of needing to be over 18, if normal hotels don't. Mm. Maybe it's like 16 or something, because you can't Possibly. have an actual like 12-year-old. Th- this is also <laughs> like, you got to remember, the country that has the has the age of consent of 13. So the, the I always <laughs> choose to forget that. Yeah, the that. age of consent is thirteen. The legal drinking age is twenty. There's too much of a gap. Between There's us. too much yeah, of a yeah. gap there. Also, I think smoking as well is twenty in Japan. Too much of a gap. Too much of a gap. <laughs> it's it's God. a unique culture. It yeah. is. Huh. <laughs> um. God. So I don't know if that if like yeah it must be maybe maybe sixteen I think maybe, I want to yeah. say as a reasonable person but then. We know. (laughs) Let's look up the hotel they stayed at. (laughs) I'm gonna chop this up to anime trope. Yeah, it is very much a trope in in anime in general that they end up in a hotel at one point. Yeah, yeah. You kind of do have to question one: How do you have the money for a hotel? And two: Clearly, her mom didn't know because uh-huh. she was angry like calling her or something yeah it's similar Which, to like the anime trope of like parents are just almost non-existent yeah in these stories well she told her mom she was going on a trip with her oh, friend yeah, and it was and her Kyoko friend who angry yeah. yeah 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 kyoko phoned like what the fuck girl <laughs> <laughs> who are you with <laughs> my friend uh-huh oh, See, that's, that fucker. That's, <laughs> once you go to a hotel with your friend I would also yeah. just that's when you can start questioning shit. Yeah, to before be fair, then it's at, fine. At that point I do not blame Kyoko for her, her logical conclusions. Yeah, like yeah. there's there's a reason for her to think of that now. Yeah. Everyone else though, like dude, people oh, can be friends. Yes. yes. But it's but fine. but man. And woman. Woman? woman. The female. <laughs> but but that's kind of gay, bro. What do you, <laughs> what do you mean, not fucking? <laughs> How much you got? <laughs> what do you mean God. they got none? <laughs> Get in your corner. <laughs> the absolute disgust. <laughs> We're sorry, Melina. Thanks. <laughs> um, not as sorry as we should be. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> So let's get to the stabbing part. Yeah. Which was I love Valentine's Day. Oh, love romance. <laughs> Especially when it's stabbed to death. How, how are you enjoying your your lonely Valentine's Day, dear viewers? We're going to talk about death. I hope to God we're improving it. <laughs> I see, it's, it's Valentine's Day. She got stabbed in the heart. Aye. I don't know if she actually got stabbed in the heart. In the it doesn't say. No. no. Let's assume she did. <laughs> I, I was gonna be honest poetry. when they were when they were talking about it. I was I was really expecting her to say stabbed in the pancreas, and I was like, oh come on, that's just yeah. comical. I was assuming sort of you know the the abdomen, abdominal, mm. abdominal, oh. abdominal. I assumed abdomen. the back, like the nastiest one, just stabbed Maybe. in the back. I don't know. I assumed they came from the front, and yeah, yeah, like it was a confrontation. Yeah. I don't know. It like she had conflict with those guys in the street earlier, but also but early in the movie they had the, the news hen- report. Yeah, the like serial so stabber. It was tied to the stabber. Yeah. Thing. So. Yeah, that's why I assume. But then you also had a scene of her <clears throat> playing the hero. Mm. 
it came, also came she's just off gonna of wrestle a... the knife from him and fucking kill him instead. But yeah, I'm like, <laughs> that would have been a fantastic twist if she, she ends just up getting... showed up holy blood dripping. It like, just turns I'm into so a sorry, Phoenix Wright trial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it turns into that, and like the Doom music just plays. Yeah. Just there's something. He's just waiting at a cafe, looking at his phone. Suddenly, she just stands in front of him, blood no, covering no. her. No, no, she would get arrested. The police just show up, and he's like, "What is going?" On. I'm and dying. then suddenly they're just in a court and it's like, well this is a different We deserve to know the truth. People you have... can handle the truth. People have to know. <laughs> what the fuck are we We can about? keep on track for so two she fucking gets minutes. Stabbed, she gets stabbed. Leaves she dies. the guy in the cafe. Which mm. He leaves it far too long. Yeah, he waits for six hours. He goes home unconcerned. Yeah, I'd be mm. concerned as as soon as someone's like more than twenty minutes late yes. without letting me know. I get very concerned. Yeah, at that point, uh-huh. I message like, "You you good?" At that point, my anxiety brain is every ambulance I hear is coming for them, and yeah. they have died. Mm. <laughs> at, at the point that like, in fact, not even the point he leaves. Way before that, I would have started walking because obviously he knows the route she takes home from that cafe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd have been walking along, like, where the fuck are they? <laughs> yeah, and then he would have come across, is there an ambulance here? Why is there blood on yeah. the ground? Which I guess saves us and him from that traumatic event. Oh, yeah, yeah that would have been way worse. Mm. There's enough trauma for that boy. Yes. Because <laughs> I, I love how she managed to predict, you're too much of a fucking coward to go to my funeral, yeah. you bitch. So... <laughs> To be fair, though, I I get it. Yeah, I got same, it. same. I get it, but I'm also like very good on predicting that. Wow, yeah. you know him very well. <laughs> In the how many weeks it's been? Two. No, longer two. than it's that. Been long. It, it, realistically, it's been like a few months. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. Fucking coward! Oh come on. Because <laughs> the little bitch. When they meet, <laughs> the cherry blossoms are in bloom. April. April, yeah. So, and then they mentioned summer April, break yeah. getting fucked up by her going into hospital. So, I assume it's either late July, August. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Like just before <clears throat> autumn was when I was guessing. Yeah. At that point. Um, yeah, so she dies. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. She dies. She I mean, dies. How convenient of Spoiler her Spoiler alert, alert. The film opened. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> I don't think you realized that was the joke I was making. No, yes. it isn't. <laughs> Um, so it takes him a long time to kind of go to her house. Yes. He, then, he very much takes time to process it. Which is, I think, part of me thinks it's very healthy. Yes. But then again, it was someone he cared about, should have gone to a funeral. Maybe it depends on your mental stability, yeah. maybe. But, uh, yeah. I think- to add to like the whole <clears throat> him being a coward thing about the whole thing, I, I wonder if like the reason he didn't go is that he knew... Her friends would be there, and like they'd be really confrontational with them. And they, yeah. they'd probably yeah. blame him. him. Like, where were you? You're always hanging out. Where were you? I thought you were such good friends. Uh, I was honestly at one point expecting one of them to like come up to like his house and be like, "You, you killed her, didn't you?" Luckily, no one knew where he lived, so you know, uh, we yeah. avoided that. <laughs> Still, God. there was a thought in the back of my head like something like that mm. would possibly happen. Didn't yeah. thank God. Yeah, <laughs> that's a different movie. Yes. <laughs> well, he got the book. He got the, the book. Living with yeah. Dying. Yep. And nice he, title. Yep. Mm. Read he, her will. Which is fucking depressing. Oh. You know, we've all had those episodes where you're like, I think it's time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she has a good reason to write it, but the fact she left it for him. Yeah. Mm. 
it, I think it says something about their relationship. Surely her mom probably, because she was in the process of dying. Well, she does ask mm. the mom yeah. to give yeah. it to him. So I'm assuming she has a more official will yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. But this is like her friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Personal will. And it, it was a nice sequence because uh, she talked about the little prince. Mm-hmm. I have very bad memories for because I had to read it in French. I've um, never <clears> read it. Never read it. I'm aware of it. Not worth it. And I know something about an elephant, a snake and a hat. I'm going to be honest, I couldn't, I didn't really know it existed until this movie. So. As an actual book. All the, the last scene of her kind of dancing around this world, that's the world from the book. Oh, that explains that. It's very recognizable drawings and everything. Oh, that's nice. Okay, I didn't wonder what that was all about. Yeah. (laughs) So that's from the book. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was a very nice sequence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very pretty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's where I, it kind of drove home for me. I was like, well, now I'm just sad. Sad. Mm. The amount uh, that I so many times cried during that whole, like from him getting to the, the house mm-hmm. and the, the kind of end of that whole sequence very much was just, mm. what more can you say to drive a stake into my heart? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got close, man. (laughs) I was a mess. (laughs) I'm trying to think if I have any other thoughts about it. I I think I said this to you last night. It's not very often that... I mean, men in general, I guess, in movies, but particularly anime, it's not often we see them, like, really ugly cry. Yeah, like, like full on. Yeah, Yeah. and just let it out. And he Mm -hmm. he does. It's very cathartic, I think. Yeah, it's earned. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because he's... That's the right word to use. Distant, distant the <laughs> yeah. entire time, and then we see this break, and it's it's very nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we see him try to connect with Kyoko. Yeah, with th- that fucking blue balls of an ending at first. Yeah. But before I learned yeah. there was a post credit. <laughs> yeah. I was so like, you can't end it there. I you cannot end it there. Would have liked if it ended like that as well, though. I mean, I know it would have been good, but I would have been personally very annoyed. I think it would have yeah. been. A nice kind of thematic pen. Yeah, it? like I recognize, and I wouldn't. Have, I wasn't going to be. Su- I hoped there would be a post credit, but I wouldn't mm. have been like actually pissed off if there wasn't. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it still would have been like a really good movie to me. Uh-huh. It's just personally in that moment, I was like, I want more. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I love the the moment where he like runs after her mm. after like she leaves the cafe. Mm-hmm. because he the the fucking animation of him running out the door of the cafe is so funny to me <laughs> because he just moves like a like a video game boss coming after you unexpectedly it just bursts through the door moves sideways and then phil pelt runs forward and i'm like what just happens <laughs> spring tree <laughs> living up to his name yeah and yeah the the sequence where like she's kind of talking to him through the the you know the well and stuff like that is when mm-hmm. you realize throughout the movie you've never heard his name mm. oh, and only I other characters yeah yeah because at some point like i think 20 minutes in i was talking to my boyfriend he was like what's his name he's like i don't think they've mentioned this is the thing him. if you yeah. watch it when you're watching it with someone else or you're talking to me because yeah. i had to put my phone on do not disturb because i was watching millennium actress while you were watching it my phone <laughs> just going you can't escape me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I love it when I do that, because I know you're not going to reply, but I still do it anyway. I, I was watching it with like, say his name. Say it's like, hey, guy. And then I got to the fucking train sequence where he says his name, but it's fucking 
they yeah. go through a fucking tunnel yeah. and it's like, oh, they don't want us to know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like an indication of, oh, we don't want you to know his name. And then, you know, you find out what it is at the end. And it's yeah. like, oh, Aww. that's thematically nice. Yeah. A very fucking big coincidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Overall, nice theme of, you know, mm. the person you like i don't know if he loved her in a certain way it's a certain kind of love yeah Yeah. i think like i said we picked very unconventional movies for the the valentine's episode because this film isn't so much about love as it is about friendship Mm -hmm. to the point where he even gets fucking blue balled in the (laughs) post-credit scene because she throws him the bit of gum and he's like oh i get it and i'm like Oh fuck! He doesn't even get Kyoko. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say I was very sad that like it didn't end with them sort of in a sort of relationship. Yeah, because I was like that makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. I think if really we've seen a little bit more of like the gum guy wanting to be with Kyoko, that would have been. Yeah, I want to state by the way. I looked, I I looked up like just the movie like after, and he that guy's literally list, listed as a character as Gum Boy. Yeah, I kind of doesn't get a name. That. He doesn't deserve a name. No, he's Gum Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout the movie, we get a nice sense of, you know, the main boy opening up, yeah. be, you know, not being as distant anymore, uh-huh. learning. It's good to have friends, yeah. you know, it's good to talk to people. And it's nice that it ends in a way where, like, I, I don't think I would have wanted him to end up with Q. I think it's better for him to have friends yeah. first, and then we can of move course, on to yeah. the I just would have, you know, would have been nice. would have been nice. It would have yeah. been cute. Yeah. <laughs> Would have finally made a relationship happen in yeah. one of these two movies. Yeah, <laughs> some sort of romance for the love of God. Uh, well, this uh, is, I think, Happy Valentine's yeah, Day. Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. So scores for Pancreas. Actually, no, one more thought I have before I lose it. Go. I don't think there's like throughout most of the movie, the film looks very nice. It's animated very nicely, <clears throat> but there's no like extremely technically beautiful shot until the end. I mean, some of the fireworks. I like some of the fireworks fireworks stuff is nice, but it's the scene where I think just after he's finished reading the book, and you see the the path they walk up, and it's the cherry Mm -hmm. blossoms, Mm. and it kind of pans around. You see them on the bridge Mm. looking over. I just that's like the most kind of wow moment I think Mm -hmm. of the movie. I do want to also state just going off that I'm not sure if I've just. If this is just me making this up completely, but I swear, like in the last scene, like specifically the post-credits scene, uh, Haruki Haruki is drawn with more detail than he is in the rest of the movie. He's slightly older (laughs) here, so I think that's just to kind of signify. Okay, it's. I thought it was sort of like a symbolic way of going. Oh, he's he's actually feeling more alive, as they call. (laughs) I mean, I think he has a bit more range than. Well, he can. He, he learns to. Well, he learns to fucking smile. Yes. Yeah. Good. Um, so yeah, he's he's slightly older, and Kyoko, I think, is a bit taller in that yeah, scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, love. Very, very good movie. Very, very good. Um, so yeah, scores. I don't know why you look at me. I first. I don't know. I just. I, of, I mean, I can go first. Yeah. I was gonna give this a nine out of ten. Nice. Nice. I I would say seven. seven. I, I yeah. Huh? I don't know. Like, huh? No, no. Give us a give us your reasoning, if you can. No. How have we had this entire fucking conversation, and you're gonna come out with seven out of ten mid? Yeah, because <laughs> it's not mid, but <laughs> I think certain parts of it didn't connect to me as much as I wish they would. 
And that's just a me thing, maybe. <clears throat> nah. Nah, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm going to go nine. Nine. I'm not going to go... I was tempted for 10. Yeah, there was part of me was thinking 10, 10 out of 10, but I think I'm going to stick with a 9 just because yeah. there's some parts that, like you mentioned, the scene mm-hmm. in the bedroom goes unresolved. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, it's we just mentioned about Kyoko little, and Gumboy. stuff like that that just look, stop it from reaching a 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get we don't see much of Kyoko and, and Gumboy because, obviously, the film Sorry. is very much Haruki's yeah. perspective, but... It's not their story. Not their but. story, but it would have helped to Just kind of some hints make in that. The yeah, maybe. Yeah. We talking. only see them interact once. Make them yeah. feel a bit more three dimensional. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this has been the Valentine's episode of Anime Lane. You're not sure how to end this, are you? I'm just Romance thinking, how does fun. this fuck it? How is this a fucking Valentine's episode? <laughs> Put in you that sound effect from the beginning again. Oh hell no! Love. Love. Ah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode. Um, we're going to be on a bit more of a more planned out kind of approach this year. We have yes. like six months worth of stuff picked out. Um, yeah, we so have a plan. Come back Look. on Friday because this is coming out on Valentine's Day, which is a Tuesday. Um, but we are going to have the regularly scheduled episode that's going to come out on Friday with Lupin, the third Dead or Alive, and Wolf Children, which we totally didn't record four months ago. Why are you giving away all our secrets? They don't need to know. Um, and then, yeah, we've we've got some interesting stuff on the horizon this yeah, year. Interesting, um, yeah. Go go and listen to that. Where we're probably gonna end up talking about bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Where we've been because we've been away for three, four months without recording yes. anything. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot to catch up on. We'll probably talk a little bit about what we're thinking about for the year, and we'll talk about stuff to do with Anime Lane over there as well. Because I don't want to run any longer on this than we already have. Looking at the <laughs> times. Um, so yeah, I hope you have a good Valentine's Day, you lonely fuckers. And oh, for the air oasis, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are valid. Here. You are Let's very valid. Let's wait for tomorrow and get those chocolates. Yes, Fuck get yeah. them on discount. Yeah. Stop your faces. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.